Okay, then one, two, three, go. <laughs> okay, everyone. Well, welcome back to another episode of our podcast, Coffee Breakdown. And today's guest is uh, Luca Vietto. Hello, hello. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So um, my name is Aaron. and My name is Luca. Is... And yeah, welcome, so everyone. Yeah, welcome. So we're the hosts of this podcast. Um, and we just wanted to have this episode out there to kind of talk a bit about why we're making this platform, what we hope to achieve with it, and just, you know, give some better information on what it is that we're doing and why we're doing it. Um, and I think that we're just going to go through a few things. Uh, let's just start with that. So for me, I guess, personally, we're just go with why we're doing this, right? So yeah, yeah, I, I think I mean, you're right. So behind this is really the idea of sharing what we want to do also with other people. So people that uh, look at this channel for the first time uh, and they see different people that are interviewed. Uh, they know what's our aim and what we want to achieve, like personally, and I think in also a big, bigger perspective. Yeah, exactly. So I guess we'll start so, with a little bit about ourselves. So both sure, Luca, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both Luca and I, well, we did our PhDs, basically. We met while we were doing our PhDs. We shared the same office, more or less. And, Unfortunately, uh, I would say. Uh, yeah, no, exactly. No, I had to see, no, I had to see this face every day. <laughs> no, but, um, but we also worked on different topics. So... I was more on the fusion plasmas and sort of um, data science of, of fusion and all the, the plasma physics related with hot, with hot uh, magnetized plasmas. And I yes. think Luca... And I was doing working. a bit more uh, low temperature plasmas or uh, it's also called laboratory plasmas uh, for the conversion of CO2 into other fuels, in fact. So it's a steel plasma part, and I was doing a bit more numerical work, you know, developing codes to explain this dissociation mechanism and comparing with experiments. Uh, but uh, of course, it's plasma is in a different uh, regime. It's also a different type of work. And it was interesting really sharing the office uh, with Aaron and with people also doing different topics because... We could really share uh, ideas or we could really share things about our projects uh, and in general chat about uh, very different uh, subjects. And I think uh, this was one of the key uh, that brought us to start a YouTube channel, uh, really, that yeah, we were talking exactly. in the office. Yeah, we talked a lot in the office and actually about, we found out that both of us are very interested in you know, science communication. And not just how do you present science to other scientists, but also yeah. science to the general public. And it's sort of, you know, one thing led to the another, and then we decided that this was a good, a good way for both of us to not only practice our, you know, our own skills at communicating, but also try to introduce ideas to other people as well. Yeah, yeah, I agree. For me, it was a really started i started opening my eyes uh, probably uh, doing some uh, teaching activities in eindhoven uh, the eindhoven university and then also attending uh, conferences and uh, i noticed really that uh, the way you explain things uh, to students and also to people that are a bit more technical uh, experts in the field uh, at the end, it's not so different. You have to speak really clearly. You have to be able to make, a, you know, a speech that is a linear logic from the beginning to the end. And um, it, it was really I wanted to sort of improve these uh, skills and uh, also share it with other people. Uh, this is the reason from my side why. Uh, I started uh, this activity, you know, just really chatting with people. Uh, yeah, I don't know. This I don't know is, what you think. Uh, 
No, it's true. But like, so absolutely, when you make a formal presentation, that it should be well constructed. You know, you have not only the message that you want to say, but all the supporting evidence on why you think that this is correct. Yeah. And absolutely, I agree that it is yeah. a skill although, and you have to learn it. Although but I, 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 like I also, mm-hmm. I also want to say that like the process of developing that idea, right? Because we had a lot of chats over coffee mostly, right? Yeah, over exactly. Breaks or sometimes after work over a beer or something. But those chats, which were more informal and just kind of like throwing ideas on the table, that the, those were also very important in developing yes, yes, uh, I those agree. ideas. I agree. So it, it's a less structured way of communicating, but not any less crucial in my opinion. Yes, I agree. I think this is an important difference uh, of you know, so we don't want to resemble conferences, uh, that are virtual conferences. It's it's really an idea to chat, to to, to share uh, thoughts about some topics uh, in a very informal way, as you would do it uh, in a pub or in front of a coffee when you have a coffee break uh, during work. Mm-hmm. And uh, to share not only about your work, but also about your experiences, I would say. Yeah, that's that's a secondary thing, right? Like that we really wanted to put on display with this channel is all the other topics besides the technical details, right? Like all this, all the actual formulas, equations, and physical concepts. Yeah. I think that there are many platforms and and ways that people can communicate this, but it's sort of the other things like how you interact with other people, how do you network and and build connections? How do you, you know, all the interpersonal stuff. I think that that's also quite important, which we talk about during these coffee breaks or informal sessions, but you never hear them in any other platform, I think. So that's that's also why we want to expose that side a bit more too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I totally agree. And um, so maybe maybe to add uh, more on, on this point is also uh, something that I, I really care when I talk about my work or I talk about some topic in general, just to express also the, the passion, the passion that I have for doing this topic, for, for doing science in general. And I really remember that uh, the, the way I, I became interested into science also, you know, it's it's not really going to school or doing equations and so on. It's not fun, I mean, but it's really reading biography of scientists when I was really little. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this Feynman or Einstein and so on, and you oh, read yeah. Fermi, Enrico Fermi. And, uh, and I, you know, I, I didn't understand their theories or their work, of course, I was too young. And... But uh, I was really fascinated by the human part of that, uh, mm-hmm. that side. Just, you know, when they said, yeah, Feynman like go out and dancing or eating Japanese food. It's like, oh, me too, me too. It's like, yeah. it's in some way similar to me, you know. And Yeah, exactly. I you think... get the sense of that these are actual like normal people that they have exactly, exactly. experiences and exactly. interests outside of just like purely, you know, writing on paper and blackboards. Right? Exactly, they're, exactly. They're real people. And I think also, it's like a funny thing you mentioned Feynman, because I also, you know, when I was younger, would just watch the, the recorded videos of his public oh, yeah, lectures. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, like the way he can communicate to, and the crowd was just, they were not scientists per se. I'm sure some of them were, but they were just general people as well. And yeah. the way he could explain these deep physics concepts in such a intuitive Simple, and yeah simple natural manner that for me was very you know inspiring it's like that that's the level we kind of need not to make not to like oversimplify but to just make it understandable right i agree i agree and i think in Feynman there is also some other next level that uh, uh, i i i don't know it's uh, i i saw probably only few people really mastering this very well there is uh, 
how he was communicating, you know, the tone of voice mm. that was a bit fast at some point and then a bit slow, um, and also the, the passion that he put in That's exactly. There are some videos where he talks about particles, particles in general, what are particles and so on. And it's so fascinating, you know. And this is something that um, if you go to school, you know, you start studying physics mm -hmm. and maths, you know. So teachers start from the beginning, from the equations. This is the equation. And, um, and somehow it's implicit that you like the topic already. Yeah, it's it's not you know. First of all, I think you have to sort of transmit the passion to transfer the passion to other people mm -hmm. who are listening. And I hope some of these videos also like that. I'm not good as Feynman is, of course. <laughs> not <laughs> me neither. Right? Yeah, that that's like a that's like super high level. He's like a legend, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but if we can hope to you know grab a little bit of it and try yeah, try yeah, our yeah. best, it's really yeah. going to. I think that that's true. It, and I think you make a very good point. Like it's very difficult to transmit that, that passion across exactly. to a student, right? Exactly. Like it's one of the things that I've found is that the people you're talking to, they have their own interests and they may not be the same as your own, mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, they still feed off that energy, right? Like you, they see someone who's really into that work and like they, they really care about it and they're able to explain it in like a, an, an interesting way or at least a way that is captivating. Yeah, and yeah. that makes them interested, right? In a way, it draws them in. Even if they previously weren't, they're at least sort of like, okay, I will listen, right? And, and yeah, see yeah. what is here. And I think that is very hard to do, but the yeah, people yeah. who can do it, well, I mean, the people who can do it, they're like influencers, right? They, they could go around talking about anything almost. <laughs> True, but there are also good teachers who can, who can do that, right? Uh, yeah. In fact, okay, maybe we talk about that later, uh, just mm -hmm. which topic we would like to bring in this channel. And uh, I would like to talk not about you know, plasmas or science in general, but also the way that uh, you teach uh, these topics uh, at university. Yes. Yeah. Actually, maybe maybe we can actually get into that now mm -hmm. because I, re I remember at your defense, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> your 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 promoter Jan van Dijk, he adds S to the question like that you had interesting thoughts on how to teach uh, science, and unfortunately, you know because of the way the, the, the ceremony or the, the defense goes, they had to cut you off because it was the time limit. And so we never got to hear your answer. So I, I am still <laughs> curious. I'm still curious after so many months. So first of all, I, I don't know is. if I want to answer because I already got the degree. So <laughs> if my answer is bad, maybe they are going to take it from me. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully not, but um, I am still curious. No, so, okay. Uh, first of all, you know, Teaching, teaching is, is very difficult and I found it, at least for me, uh, maybe for some other people it's, it's a bit easier just to interact with people that uh, have about your age. And uh, being on the other side, uh, is, it, was, it was difficult for me. And um, th there are two aspects. First of all, you need, uh, as you said, to explain concepts that are in principle difficult in a way that it's understandable. And uh, it's it's not uh, it's it's not always easy. Then you have to be able to catch the attention of the people because if you are talking for one two hours, you know, uh, then people lose the attention. I also, you know, when there is a talk, uh, I'm not able to focus for one or two hours consecutively. So I need people who have this really they can break. They have some moments in which there is this uh, sort of spark, you know, and they uh, cut the attention and uh, they do something even crazy. I saw sometimes things like that done by teachers, and uh, it was like really? then I then I could focus even more. Yeah, okay. of course. Or, or teachers that go around uh, between the students and so on is not to scare them; it's just to make something a bit crazy, you know, and uh, something a bit different to just sort of like wake them exactly, up. Exactly. Exactly. You know, get them paying attention. Like, oh, that's fair. Exactly. And then uh, I like really much uh, at least the classes we were doing. They were not perfect. I was not uh, experienced as well, you know, but they were kind of interactive. 
So mm. it's, a, it's a mix uh, between um, a sort of theoretical lesson and, and so on that also helps a lot to understand uh, makes make your make the concept your own concept because you have to think about it right but i i think you have a very good point this it's like the the actual like attention span of someone it's not that it's short it's just it can't be continuous right like it needs some exactly. breaks to reset like also when i have my meetings with students i, I try to keep them like half an hour sometimes they go an hour but then you know in the middle we just talk about something random like you know how was, how's your day going or did you see that whatever news or or what's going on because yeah. sometimes it, you just need it otherwise you you what thing, become uh, lost yeah. i think it's really important not not only in teaching i think also in yeah. uh, real life if you think about maybe lessons you had at university you know you, you don't have to go to the extreme extreme i mean uh, for example, imagine the, the professor that have always the same tone of the voice, you know, and speaking a bit like this and so on. Yeah, becomes, <laughs> yeah more exactly. <laughs> so it becomes really difficult to follow. And also people who are exaggerated, you know, it's just doing too much, you know, that are overexcited. That's also mm. on the other extreme, there's a bit too much. I think uh, really the tone of voice, the gestures that you make, uh, the breaks, uh, the pauses, uh, also really a fundamental part uh, on communication mm -hmm. in general. They're called the soft skills and you know, sometimes are a bit overlooked in my opinion. Yes, because, uh, I yes, I, I agree that. that you need to have content, but mm -hmm. then on top of the content is important to put a good communication side. Yeah, this is my opinion, of course. Yeah, well, I, I think you're I think you're right on that. I agree that especially in science, the the soft skills are completely overlooked. Um, I mean, yeah. there there are some, I guess, some initiatives that help students to get um, that exposure, yeah. but they don't really they don't really teach them. It's more like you have to make a presentation or you have to, you know, present your work on a, on a poster or you have to do group projects. Right, that's yeah. a way of getting you to use your soft skills, but it's they they don't teach them to you in the first place, right? So yeah. it's like sure you enter a group project, but if you don't know how to collaborate and and discuss properly, it doesn't help you. In fact, it could make it worse because you have a bad experience with that group, and then you decide I don't want to work with groups anymore. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that we, there's an attempt, but those skills are not fundamentally taught exactly, by, exactly. by any school, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. one thing I want to make clear, of course, I think uh, for, for both of us, I mean, the purpose of this channel is not to teach this skill because we are oh, yeah. expert about it. It's just to share opinion about it, I think. And yeah. so people could share their work if they want, what they are doing and so on, but also opinion about uh, science communication in general. Yeah. So that's the idea. And uh, for me right well, now, I'm also not looking into, you know, numbers and so on of how many people are subscribed and so on. I'm just looking into having interesting conversation with people. So that, yes. that's the point. Uh, yeah, that is true. I think that well, at, the, at the moment, I, if we were to talk about the numbers, like we're just starting. So exactly. all things considered, I, I, we, we have more people listening than I ever expected. <laughs> Considering we only have like seven, more than two. seven or so episodes. Yeah, more than two, exactly. More than us two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's already quite great that there's some some people listening. I, I hope that they you know they get from it that these uh, these messages. And I think that you're right, that um, mm -hmm. we should we should make the point that it's not our objective to teach soft skills per se, but the platform is, I, I would also want to put it forward as a way for young scientists to have a voice, you know, yeah. so we can bring them on, they can talk about their ideas, they can practice their skills communicating through our platform, right? And so that's also why in most of my episodes, I make a, a statement that we're all here to learn, like not just me and not just the people listening but also the guests right 
they, I, I want them to try things to, to yeah. you know, say things that are kind of, they're not sure about, but, you know, it seems right to them. And then by talking about it, they think about it more and it helps them to, you know, develop the idea. Yeah. But if, if, if people say like, oh, they, they said this and then they, you know, attack them for saying it, then that's not good. Like, that's not, oh, no, that's that's not, not how the, you learn, right? That's not the purpose. <laughs> but uh, here you raise, yeah. uh, I think, uh, a good point. Because uh, I think, um, at least I, I'm a bit biased because I, I use uh, YouTube uh, a lot. I, I watch a lot of videos, a lot of podcasts. Most of them are structured in a sort of interview format in which there is a guest uh, rather important sometimes. And they just have a list of questions. And um, mm. probably we would like to move, uh, and here I, I also have to improve myself in that, so to a format in which there is a more sharing of ideas. You know, it's not really the interviewer who asks questions, it's just that there is a general topic and we share about our opinion about the topic. Yeah. And in that sense, there is not an answer that is wrong or correct. Mm -hmm. it's it's different ideas from different people i think yeah that's precisely it that's it's, it's, the interesting part yeah it's like mimicking the you know the coffee breaks that we have exactly, just exactly. sort of informal discussions everyone puts forward their their opinion and yeah. there's no conclusion at the end maybe you know we all just disagree and that's okay as well Right, that's yeah, yeah. part of part of the conversation, and I think that it's important to yeah. understand. Actually, then yeah. um, okay, maybe maybe also to make it clear, also for people watching the videos, I think it's nice. Also, maybe you to say so which topic you are most likely to present, and which topic I am most likely to present. So when they see our faces, they know what to expect. Yeah. The, okay. Fair enough. So I guess from my side, since I my studies are related to fusion plasmas. Most of it will be related to, to fusion, at least in this beginning phase, or, or people who I have met through my experiences in the side of fusion. So even if we don't talk specifically about fusion, it'll be, well, in that realm or around that realm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, and whereas myself, um, I mean, uh, of course, due to the expertise I gained during, during my PhD, I will talk mainly about the low temperature plasmas or plasmas for industrial applications. Although, you know, I already expressed the interest of uh, trying uh, to also have conversation with people doing different fields. Uh, you know, I interviewed a friend of mine doing particle physics that is outside of my competencies or I would like to interview people who do biology or maybe even psychology and uh, we'll see. But um, um, in order to start, uh, since I'm more familiar and I have more contacts with people doing low temperature plasma, this is what uh, I'm going to talk about, uh, at least in the first phase. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I, I, it would be nice. I think it is a sort of, let's say long-term goal exactly, exactly. To, to branch away from our core field of of specialty let's say um and you know start talking to people outside of our outside of our domain of expertise because i think these ideas that we're trying to that we end up discussing uh, in our videos are beyond like fusion and beyond low temperature plasmas yeah. they they reach much further than that and i think it would be valuable to also include the opinions yeah, yeah. of people from other fields and also um, i mean um, overall uh, even just these two topics uh, overall they are in some somehow interconnected between each other so even if we i'll do some episode in which i interview some person doing fusion studies or you do some episode uh, about other person doing no temperature it's just i think it's normal i think it's normal mm. So I think in general, we can say we, we are going to talk about science and in general about our ideas in the world around science. Yeah, that's true. And I think that I think that, that makes sense. So actually, this comes back to another point that we were discussing about earlier, right? Because there, there are two fields or two fields are linked in maybe a lot of cases from the fundamental equations, but they are very different branches of science. But also not only that, but they have different communities, right? There's different oh, yeah, ways yeah. of doing things that we have found in between 
of what you've seen yeah, in science and versus what I've seen in science. So maybe we can talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, for example, okay, let, let me introduce one, one topic uh, that I find quite, quite interesting and I would like to, to bring also in the next episodes to this channel, is that um, um, the, this type of, uh, okay, uh, they're called uh, low temperature plasmas, in fact, uh, that uh, they, they're basically um, discharges that are driven electrically by electric current, in fact. And um, it is uh, well known that, for example, um, in some of the cases, you cannot neglect, for example, the, the interaction of the plasma with the surface. Uh, so mm -hmm. the surface uh, modifies the plasmas uh, and uh, the plasma modifies the surface. So it's a mutual interaction. And so this brings a lot of people coming from different fields uh, to um, actually study topics related to low temperature plasma. So people are expert in surface kinetics, people are now expert in uh, biology, in uh, computation. And this is called uh, contamination in general science. So people from different fields giving benefits to another field. And this is something very interesting. I would like to try. To... <laughs> we <wouldn't... laughs> it's funny because like, I, I was thinking about it. Oh, no. I wouldn't I wouldn't use the word contamination. No, okay. <laughs> okay, in this period, exactly, it's very dangerous. <laughs> I think, I I know. think the way I no 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 it's not bad. I was just I just was thinking about it, being like, what do because I've heard that I've heard the concept before, but I think we call it cross pollination. Okay, this is maybe a bit more yeah. technical. <laughs> no, but fair enough. Continue. I, I was just like, and uh, no, this is thing. Uh, the different fields of science can benefit from each other. Mm -hmm. That is very intrinsic. In the low temperature plasma science, uh, probably also in infusion, I'm not sure, that I would like to bring uh, people from different expertise. Yeah, that's true. And, and I would say that infusion, we have a large amount of this, surprisingly, because it's in the fusion field, there's, of course, the plasma physics, what's happening in the core of the reactor, whereas there's a lot of complicated phenomenon happening at once. Yeah, yeah. And plus, it's a magnetized plasma, so that changes how its behavior, um, how it behaves very, very dramatically often. But then there's the rest of the reactor, right? The rest of the, the power plant or, you know, there's like people who do cryostat, people who, who do uh, like how designing different materials and metals and, and all this sorts of stuff to contain this plasma, to handle the high magnetic fields, to handle the high heat fluxes, to handle the neutron irradiation that's gonna happen when fusion reactions start occurring, all this sorts of stuff. And they take people from all over the place. I would say our field is, is in terms of fusion research is very diverse, but where it kind of, unfortunately fall fails a little bit is the actual discussions between all these different camps right you have yeah. the people working on the diverter and that's that's all they do and they don't discuss or at least they don't discuss as much as they should i would say with people who are working on other parts of the machine because all of it is tied together into one device and they don't in reality it won't operate in isolation so when yeah. you do the research, you should also not do the research in isolation, right? It's, yeah, it's yeah. my opinion, but we, we have a lot of diversity. People do talk, but I think it could be, uh, it, there could be more, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I think it's also not easy to have, you know, a global picture of consists. It's probably yes. in some sense, uh, the way that uh, science is structured right now is a very sectorial, you know, you are the expert of this topic, right? And, uh, but okay, I think it's, uh, it's nice to discuss uh, also our ideas of where are the, where is the, our community uh, going? What are the next uh, interesting applications that are coming out? Uh, um, what, what what would you improve in general? You know, it's very, yeah, very yeah. general. Yeah, I, I think so. And I think in that sense, at least my 
my impression from the fusion field is that we're we're very fortunate that we have sort of like a a goal everybody's mm -hmm. going towards this fusion power plant reactor and wants to make it commercially yeah, viable. Yeah, yeah. and so there's like organizations like Eurofusion or, or yeah, yeah. Even bigger that kind of oversee how the research is is done and say okay these topics we want to focus on and these ones are are nice but you know not part of the main focus of course that's also dangerous because it means that everybody becomes mm -hmm. you know very narrow-sighted but i think that there is a benefit to having such organization in a way right it kind of like co connects everyone yeah yeah i i i think i don't know I how agree. it works I think so we, we don't have uh, such organizations of course there are you know big projects that um, sort of include all different topics the community our community is probably a bit more scattered due to the different application some people working in the bit more green uh, technologies uh, some people working on semiconductors or some people working on plasma medicine and so on so nevertheless, uh, I, I think uh, there is a sort of internal organization in the community. So people are trying to drive uh, where are we going next, you know, asking these big uh, questions. So, and it's interesting for me to uh, try to do that, uh, even, for, even if I'm not, uh, uh, um, let's say, if I, even if I don't have the status. You know what I mean? Even if I'm not a, a big professor, I can discuss also with other students, but what do you think is interesting? Where, where do you think are we going? Are, are we going to uh, collaborate more tightly as a community? Because if I do semiconductor, maybe I have some knowledge that could also benefit people doing CO2 conversion, for example. So mm -hmm. how are we going to collaborate? Mm -hmm. This is this is quite interesting, and it's something that I admire. I admire quite quite a bit of fusion community that you have a greater goal, like the holy grail of fusion <laughs> making. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it's true. I never, you know, it it is always it's kind of what brings the international community together. It's like no matter what your um, your specific specialization or your specific project is. You can always talk about that, like how how is this is going to help you know bring fusion reactors to be reality, like how how does all of this put together? And I think it's yeah. it's good for collaborating because you already have something in common with any anyone else you meet at a conference, right? Like it it helps yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. to start you know discussing. Yeah, I think. But I think I think but yeah, I think you have a good point that. Um, it's not just the big organization that can do this. It's also from, you know, from the ground up, the individual researchers who talk to each other and try to self-organize in a way. I think that that's also very valuable. And uh, you're right. I think that our, this part of this platform is also for, for that in some sense, right? To initiate these discussions and see just you know yeah, yeah, on, yeah. The, on the person of course, to person basis. Yeah, yeah. of course happening. i mean you're i'm talking yeah on in a in a smaller scale i'm not saying that i want to drive the low temperature plasma community and so <laughs> on. but uh, in some sense it may be interesting uh, you know when, when we interview uh, people maybe, maybe also as, as a future improvement also to find a way somehow to stay in contact with these people you know what I mean? Mm. So to create a sort of internal community is not just that I record an episode with you, but we stay in touch. Eventually, we could continue sharing our ideas and so on and create a sort of small, in the future, I'm not talking now that we had, you know, six, seven videos only, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh, trying to create a sort of coffee breakdown community of people that we interviewed uh, that are very interesting people that we could share ideas with and maybe eventually meet even in person one day and uh, share a beer and uh, have an interesting discussion. I think this is a, a good uh, aim for, for this channel. Fair enough. I, I go on that topic. It's not something that like I've sort of I've played with it the idea in my head but i don't know yeah. how it will work out in reality yeah. um because in like discord like i know lots of other yeah. youtubers or, or whatever um communities 
organize themselves in Discord. And it's just an open chat room. You jump in, you can talk with anybody who's there. And there's obviously lots of yeah, conversations yeah. happening at the same time. We could envision doing something like that. Of course, you know, with just us two, it will be hard to exactly. I think, manage. I think by now, <laughs> by now, not. I think we should aim in general to keep some sort of informal conversation with this these people yes. you know as friendship level or so on or collaboration is somehow but uh yeah i, I, also, mean, thought, if, I also if, thought about discord but um yeah if there's we have interest to exactly if there's a big enough interest in such a mm -hmm. you know such an endeavor then we can think about trying to put something together even, even but, something like a, a blog uh, or a forum where we post some interesting things could be an option but i'm not saying we're going to do that it's just we will yeah yeah, yeah, yeah 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 well, well it's just an idea of, of just because you were saying that and it just kind of popped in my head you're like oh yeah i know i was thinking about this before but yeah maybe it's too soon to be yeah you know, we're yeah, not that i mean we're, we're we're going up but we're not that big yet so i think that exactly, exactly. it's good to keep in mind that if there is interest we can try it something like that but i I agree. At the moment, I think these recorded conversations, informal conversations, we mm -hmm. just keep doing that and see where it goes, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And uh, thinking also the quality of my video that is become darker and darker in this room, you know. <laughs> <laughs> same, same with me. Like, like you see back exactly. there, it's like my entire the, the space is. Going oh, also, the also the way. Um, yeah, maybe this is a point. Uh, I think that the idea of our, our episode, at least by now, is that you could really listen to it also while doing other stuff. So you don't have to mm. stay in front of your computer or watch the videos, uh, even because, uh, as you can see, my camera is not great. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, no, that, that is, yeah, the, the main idea. Yeah, well, actually, I, I do want to say that one of the reasons why I really wanted or at least agreed to do it um, recording also the faces and then putting it on YouTube uh, is because that sometimes you can get well it, the communication is improved if you can see the face I right and, and see the how they're talking um, it really gets the point across whereas if you only have to have your voice yeah, you have to be maybe much better or you know very controlled on how you use your voice to communicate I agree. so it's it, it's it's also important to have the video in some cases because like you know sometimes you're in a, a meeting and everyone has their camera off like a zoom <laughs> meeting everyone has their camera off it's like i don't know who's talking i don't know what is happening i hear the words but like it's not a complete set of information it, it makes it hard for me to understand sometimes yeah so yeah. so in that sense like the video is there for people who you know want to use it or do use it to help them understand but i agree that the 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 content of the conversations are meant for kind of like yeah you're doing something else and you have it in the background and you just listen right it's not uh, you don't have to sit at your computer and yeah. focus. I, th I think this is one, uh, although it's a, it's a, it's a podcast, uh, this is one of the reasons I also prefer YouTube uh, over Spotify. Uh, I think Spotify, mm. you have only the voice, although it's, mm -hmm. very, it's a very nice platform for podcasts. But uh, at this point, uh, and also for the people that we... We, I, I think for Spotify, you need a much more organization, you know, much more scripting of the episode. I think this recording of the episode, it, it helps also with video, it helps to have a bit more informal conversation. Yeah. Anyway, I, I want to also to um, like maybe stress another point and also to ask you what you think about is that uh, we decided uh, to not because this is something we discussed to not uh, use presentation you know so mm -hmm. to not ask uh, the people that we invite to prepare a talk and there are a lot of people doing that also we had your friends in the fusion ep talks that right. they do that mm -hmm. uh, actually quite successfully very interesting um so if you can express your your idea so wh why do you think um 
why did we decide to not uh, use a presentation, to not go in a presentation format? Well, it's the same reason why I didn't want us to uh, have a prepared list of questions and it turns out to be an interview. The reason is sometimes it becomes a little dry, you know, like the, the, the passion that is there doesn't come across so well because you've prepared this elaborate, you know, presentation or, or set of answers beforehand. And part of it, part of what the platform, I, in my opinion, I wanted to do was to show the, the, the creative side and the human side yeah. of, of the people who do science. And so it is that we make mistakes that, you know, we say something and we say, oh, no, wait a minute, that's not exactly correct, right? And then you go back and fix it. And that's okay, you know, that's normal. Everybody does it and you don't, you know, it's not like scientists say everything right the first time. Um, there is some, you know, that's how we have a conversation. And also it, people are more creative when they don't have it prepared, right? If, if, I mean, they should have something prepared. They should know what they're talking about generally, but it doesn't need to be so strictly prepared. And that allows a bit more creativity because then they can take ideas from other places that they just thought of while we were talking and then put that into their, into their answer. And I think that if you had a prepared set of slides, you would not do that. You would just say, okay, nice idea, but I already wrote something. So let's yeah, just yeah. say what I wrote, right? Yeah. And that, think, uh... the, that for me is really why I, chose not to do the presentations, although it is a valid way of presenting. It's just not what uh, what I was aiming for. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I but, think I think you said um, everything. Uh, I mean, we discussed, of course, uh, before starting this channel about it, and uh, I have the same opinion. Of course, presentations are really powerful, and I think we want plot sometimes, uh, scientific plot, I mean, you can uh, say many more things than uh, even a one hour long uh, conversation. Maybe, yeah. You can really yeah. visually see what I mean with a graph. Mm -hmm. However, I think uh, I appreciate uh, now really having a sort of informal conversation uh, with people, as you, as you have said, uh, to show a bit the human side uh, behind, to share ideas, opinion about some topics. Uh, and uh, and also it it takes less time also for the guests uh, i have to say yes. that uh, although yeah. that uh, all the episodes we do uh, are not completely unprepared of course so of course we we agree about the topic uh, in advance uh, if there are some things that we are not comfortable to say or the other person uh, is not comfortable to talk about uh, we don't ask random question. We don't talk about random topics. So I think this is important. So there is a sort of organization still behind. Um, so, you know, pe people who are the guests do, do not have to be afraid that uh, the conversation can go randomly in any direction because yeah. it's a bit something that could stop uh, people from participating, uh, I, I can imagine. Whereas if you have your own presentation, you know, in this slide, I'm going to say this thing. And yeah, maybe there can be questions, but uh, it's kind of yeah. It's a bit of it's it's a bit of a balance, and it's Excellent. for me, it's it's like I when I ask someone if they would like to be a guest on the podcast, I always come up with you know a set of topics or or questions that you know I think it would be nice to talk about with them. I, I take into account their expertise. I take into account things that. Um, I might previously know about them in terms of what they care about, what they you know, their opinions. And I want to ask them about, you know, ask them to elaborate on that. And that's, yeah. you know, how I normally do it. But then I also say that we don't have to ask these questions and we don't have to ask only these questions. So while yeah. we're talking, if you say something and then I'm like, oh, that's a cool, you know, that's actually a good point. Let's, you know, talk about that a bit more. 
we have the flexibility to kind of go around. And I think that's important to, yeah. to say that it's not completely unprepared, but it's not completely prepared either. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's kind of a balance. Excellent. And I, I, it's true that um, I think the, for me, the most part is communicating that you don't, you don't have, at least to be somewhat a guest on this platform, you don't have to be 100% correct, right? It's really opinions and sharing your viewpoints and your experiences and, you know, learning it, as a result of all of it. So I think that uh, it's, it's one thing that we should, uh, you know, that I want to make clear for, for everybody listening and maybe also other people who might be interested in coming on that it is not a requirement that you are super super expert you know like everything you say is correct <laughs> so yeah exactly exactly because yeah. you know you know i i make a million mistakes i mean if you go look back yeah, yeah. at my episodes i'm sure i said so many things that were pretty dumb so <laughs> yeah yeah no i think it's uh i think it's a good point uh okay um Yeah, no, I think, uh, that yeah. The, I think we, I think one of the, that's one of the topics that is important because we really want to also engage the younger mm -hmm. audience, like people who are studying it's really yes, true. young scientists. And as you said, they may not have the, you know, status or feel that they have the, the status to make such uh, comments, let's say, but I, I think that's, not correct i think we shouldn't be looking at it that way because yeah, yeah. in the end of the day they will become scientists and they will need to learn how to state their opinions and exactly so, exactly i agree not? i mean for me to summarize it's a, it's a way to share to other people our passion about uh, these topics about science in general about uh, and also have a way to have an informal conversation with uh, people who can share their interesting ideas, eventually their work, their opinions uh, about, uh, about different topics. Mm -hmm. And uh, without uh, the aim uh, or the, without the, we don't want to teach anyone. We don't want to, it is not the, the truth. It's just that it's how I think science uh, is is done. That is sort of community effort. It's really, mm. you know, uh, all people discuss it together and so on, and then we progress. Yeah. This is, yeah. I think, how, how science is. It's a sort of spiral that is growing and growing and growing altogether. And you cannot ignore what is happening around you, you know. Mm -hmm. Of course, you can work and so on, and we're talking, talking to people, but it's, then the community around is going in some direction. And it's really yeah, nice it, to share these ideas with also young people about our age and so on. What do we think? Maybe we'll change our mind in a few years, but it was still a nice conversation. <laughs> yeah, precisely. And I, I agree with you. Well, there's a sentiment that I have. It's like, what makes what makes the science so rich and you know um, interesting and also what helps it to progress is the community but yeah. you know in order to have a community they have to interact they have to discuss and you know some people have to kind of work together and figure out which ideas or opinions in the community are you know collectively we can all agree on this is the, this is where we want to go um, but if you don't have the discussions in the first place, then how, you know, then that richness is gone, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that I think that 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 that's a very good point. That we you, we need people. You can work single-mindedly, yeah. but it doesn't uh, it it doesn't add to the richness of the yeah. of the science. Another uh, I think uh, important point that uh, we should stress on. So maybe not everyone you know watch the the episodes would like to participate uh, to be recorded and so on just but uh, we would appreciate very much uh, your your feedback your comment uh, what do you think if there's something to be improved uh, i think there is a i think we could benefit not only from from people that we invite but also for other people that are watching 
And uh, because I think everyone has different ideas, I would have said this thing in a different way, or probably my idea, my opinion on this topic is different than yours. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's not a way to, to correct uh, and, and so on, or, but uh, I would appreciate very much uh, feedback uh, or comments uh, on the videos. Uh, yeah, that's absolutely also addressed true. personally. If you want to contact me by email, uh, of course. Yeah, exactly. So in the in the description of this uh, of this episode, we're gonna put our our emails that you can contact us if you want to do so privately. Yeah. Um, the comment sections are always open. So if if you want to leave a more public response, please. You're becoming a real influencer now. We encourage you to use it. No, 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 it's you're the one who said that we should have people comment, right? So I mean the the secret aim of this channel is that uh, at some point we are going to do like product uh, placement is just uh, buy these tissues, you know, they are paying us, so you have to buy. No, it's not that, it's just (laughs) of course it's not it's it's so yeah, exactly. No, it's you know, I gotta bring the, the cola can. In. exactly delicious delicious cola <laughs> refreshing get get your day off to a great start you know <laughs> oh wow now, now i have excellent ideas for next videos. You know, a sort of intermezzo with a fake uh, advertisement <laughs> oh man that would be incredible but, <laughs> but for sure everybody else like it would be very nice if you if you kind of um let us know how we're doing let us know if the topics we're discussing uh, resonate with you or if you we, if you have a different opinion and you you know think that we should also uh, cover that in some way or or give you know homage yeah, to yeah. that absolutely we're always open to feedback as the point of the channel is that we're all learning even us so you know please exactly, let us know exactly. what we can do better and uh, that that is definitely for sure. So I guess with that, I think we're um, that covers pretty much everything we wanted to talk about in this episode. So so thank you, Luca. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Thank you. <laughs> no, no. Thank, thank you. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> no, but uh, so everybody, thanks for thanks for tuning in this time to our episode of Coffee Breakdown, and we hope that you'll. Uh, find uh, find a reason to get involved and if not just stay tuned and uh, we hope you enjoy the content that we're and, creating um, see you soon and um, bye <laughs> bye <laughs> <laughs>